something you might have missed during the pandemic is that Washington, D.C. has another professional sports team. Their inaugural season was in 2020. I want to introduce you to Old Glory, D.C. They are a major league rugby team. I'm learning a little bit about them because I went to their media day at the St. James in Springfield, which is where they practice, and they're getting ready for their 2022 season. Now, unfortunately, I'm not in a position to really explain to you all the rules of rugby, but I'm learning. But what was really cool and what I learned at the press conference is that the players are very interactive with their fans. It's sort of the spirit of rugby. So you can really have this sort of intimate experience, watch a great game, and then talk to the players afterwards. The other thing I learned was about the spirit of rugby when it comes to their competitors. And this is directly from the press kit. Rugby provides a unifying spirit that leads to lifelong friendships, camaraderie, teamwork, and loyalty, which transcends cultural, geographic, political, and religious differences. There's no talking back to the referees. They go to war with their opponents and then help each other up and share a meal. Fighting is frowned upon and standing up for your teammates is encouraged. How can you not love this sport? The Old Glory rugby team was founded by lifelong D.C. area residents. They've been active in the business world. They were rugby players when they were younger. Paul Sheehy, you might recognize him from the Sheehy Automotive family. He is one of the children that now run the automotive group. And the other owner, Chris Dunleavy, actually has Nationals Park on his resume because he co-founded a development company and they built schools and universities and government buildings and, yes, sports complexes. And one of his biggest projects was being part of Nationals Park. And for those of you that know me well, I'm a big Nats fan. I can pretty much find a Nats connection in any story that I do. So there you go. I guess rugby wouldn't be rugby without a little bit of international flavor because on the Old Glory team, there are 10 countries represented. So the Scottish Rugby Union joined in the partnership with Old Glory. Okay, there's all sort of the Washington facts. I had a chance to talk to Jack Izzacaro, and he is a native Washingtonian. He graduated from Gonzaga High School, and now he's playing professional rugby right here in D.C. Did you ever think, like, when you were at Gonzaga High School, that one day you'd be a professional rugby player? Uh, yeah, you know, I had a bit of a different traditional uh, upbringing into rugby. Um, my my, fan, my dad's from Italy, and so um, I was born over in Europe and came here when I was two. Uh, so rugby was a big part of my family. Um, my older brother played, my younger sister plays. Um, so it was a real big part of our family, but at the time, um, there was no professional league in the U.S. Uh, so you could play college rugby, which I did, but... There was no avenue to a professional rugby league in the U.S., uh, so maybe some aspirations to potentially go overseas one day, but to have a team like this in our backyard where I could play in front of my family week in and week out was, was never on the radar for me. And what did that journey look like? Like, how did, how did you get from college to where you are now with a relatively young team? Sure. Uh, so I went to uh, the University of California, Berkeley, in uh, obviously California, uh, and they have a real storied rugby program, probably one of the one of the best uh, college teams in the U.S. Um, and that was obviously a, some exposure to a higher level of play. Um, and then I was lucky enough through Andrew and uh, one of our obvious investors and owners, the Scottish Rugby Union. So I went over and was able to play and train with uh, the Glasgow Warriors, which is a, a very high level uh, professional side. Um, it would kind of be the equivalent of somebody from 
from England or Italy or somebody coming to play for you know the Washington the Washington football team or something. So that was a real uh, you know trial by fire. Um, and then obviously I always had the uh, expectation to come back and play here. Um, so luckily I was able to kind of get some real exposure over there and come back and trans translate that into playing here. If that um, makes sense. Um, so what are the big rivalries? If I'm going to go to a game yeah. and like pick, like, okay, I want to I cheer on my yeah, local yeah. team, like, what is the game to see there where you guys sort of have yeah. more of a beef? Oh, absolutely. So the, the unique thing about this league is that it's broken up into East Coast and West Coast conferences. So rather than, like, an uh, NFC, AFC, like in, in, in uh, the NFL, um, it's divided straight down the line of the country, basically. So that obviously leads to, um, you know, some, some local uh, rivalries, if you will. So... Games against teams like New York, New Orleans, Atlanta, um, Toronto, New England, um, and then um, some of the Texas teams kind of fit in there on the East and West Coast stuff too. But for the most part, that kind of I-95 corridor is a—it's a real—it's uh, a rivalry for sure. So, um, and, it, and it really does matter because they'll take you take the three top three teams from each conference. So every game against an East Coast rival is a real opportunity to kind of help yourself in that pecking order for playoffs. So uh, I, you know, obviously the 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 the, the rivalries are, are certainly increased when you're playing another East Coast team. So in New York and Atlanta, New Orleans, Toronto, New England, those sort of teams, those are the games that I think uh, bring up the most um, the most uh, intense game, intense rivalries. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, last question. No, I promise. No, no, no. Uh, so you're a Washingtonian. Are you a Washington sports fan? Yeah. So I. Um, so I kind of I, I adopt DC. I mean, I was born in Maryland. I grew up in Maryland, yeah. um, and uh, I am a Baltimore Ravens football fan. Okay. But I, I'm a, a Washington Capitals, um, a Washington Wizards fan, and, and well, because they don't have Maryland teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, a lot. Are you a Nats or an Orioles fan? <laughs> you know, I try to. I, I go to more Nats games, that's for sure. Okay. Um, and I and I really love like the Navy Yard area yeah. and everything. But um, I think that's actually one of like my favorite things is when guys come over here for the first time. Um, they're probably more interested in, in American sports than than we are. Um, they absolutely love it. So you'll see guys coming in in jerseys all the time. They love the NFL. They love the NBA, and um, it's really fun for us to take them to games and stuff. So sometimes we usually get. You know, we'll get tickets and, and um, take them to a Capitals game or take them to a Wizards game. And I think that's probably the most, like, rewarding uh, experience that I've had when it comes to giving them kind of the, the local tours uh, because they're just – their their fascination and stuff with that is, is just so much bigger than anything I could have imagined coming from a country like New Zealand or something. So they sometimes know more than you about the NFL, which is a little <laughs> embarrassing, though. Well, thank you for your time and good luck this season. Yeah, thank you so much. Looking forward to having you at a game. All right, thanks, Jack. Thank you. If you want to go to a game, you got to have to start planning soon. Their first game is at home in their field, uh, Segra Field, which is in Leesburg, Virginia. If you go to oldglorydc.com, you can see the whole schedule. But the season's kind of short. If you want to go to a home game, it starts Friday, February 18th, and ends in May. 